Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today pre-market podcast. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Tuesday the 14th of March and as usual with all the information contained in this podcast, it is general advice only. So please do your own research, contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this podcast. All right, well let's head on over to the scores on the doors as normal. Uh, We had the Dow Jones closing down 91 points or 0.28%. Somewhat disappointing given at one stage yesterday in our trading, the Globex Dow Jones futures were up over 400 points, closing down 91 points or 0.28%, 31,819. It had a high of 331 up and 285 down. The NASDAQ was up 50 or 0.45%, 11,189. The S&P 500 closed down six points in the middle for diddle, down 0.15% at 38.56. The S&P, well, the volatility index, the VIX volatility index was up 2.6%, not very much, all things considered, 2652 Now, our SPY futures were down 132 points, or 1.86%, which looks very strange. But given that we have a huge preponderance of banks in our index, one can only think that it was a big sell-off in the SPY because our banks do make up such a large part of the index there. And uh, that 132 points does seem a little bit of an anomaly Uh, and maybe it is going to be a good opportunity today. We shall see. But of course, in the US, the story overnight was all about SVB, the fallout, the bailout. Uh, There are people like Mr. Buffett, who once said that when the tide goes out, you will always be able to spot who has been swimming naked. Well, yesterday, the Federal Reserve was handing out swimmers uh, so that there wasn't too much nakedness around, but it still didn't help Uh, the U.S. markets and the bond markets had big, big nights last night. U.S. 10 years fell 15 basis points, 3.545%. Two-year, though, absolutely crumbled down 57.2 basis points, just above 4%. The Aussie 10-year, 3.35%. So big moves in the bond market last night. Big moves there. Uh, Now a lot of people are talking about no rate rise in March for the Fed and maybe now the rate cuts being brought forward. Uh, Financial stability trumping inflation. I have to say financial stability should never really have been part of the equation. Uh, But the Fed does seem to have been asleep at the wheel once again. Bitcoin had a good run last night. Back up to 24,293. The Aussie dollar, not much change, 66.69, but the US dollar index fell 0.9 of a percent. And uh, we did see this in the US stocks last night. Apple up 1.3%, Meta up 0.8%, Google up 0.5%, Microsoft up 2.1%, Amazon up 1.9%, Tesla up 0.6%, Netflix up 0.3% of a percent. But the damage well and truly done in the U.S. banking sector 
We had JP Morgan escaping relatively lightly down 1.8%. Citigroup down 7.5%. Goldman Sachs down 3.7%. Bank of America down 5.8%. Wells Fargo down 7.1%. And Block, the artist formerly known as Square, was up, uh, was rather down 2.2%. Over in Europe, banks also getting smacked there as well. Barclays in Europe was down 6.3%. Credit Suisse which is pretty much hanging on to the uh, solvency by the thread, down 9.6%. NatWest down 2.6%. Lloyd's down 5.1%. Deutsche down 4.9%. European market stock 600. We had that down 2.4%. FTSE down 2.6%. Germany down 3%. France down nearly 3%. Spain 3.56% down 3.56%. So nothing was doing too well last night, with the exception of gold. Everyone was rushing to gold and crypto last night. Gold was up $2.50, $46.80, And now every man and his dog, every talking head on CNBC is talking about why you should buy gold. Well, sorry, that horse has well and truly bolted. Uh, Platinum up 4.1%, Silver up 6.5% last night. Silver tends to be a function of the gold price. Against all that backdrop, Brent crude uh, was down on the back of worries about the U.S. economy, down 2.6%. WTI down 2.4%. There, looking across at other commodities, LME copper uh, with the U.S. dollar falling. Copper and other commodity prices were higher. Copper up 0.8, nickel up 2.5, coming off the lows. Uh, aluminium up 0.8, zinc up 0.5, lead up 0.5, and ton up 2.1%. Iron ore slightly better in Chinese trade yesterday, 0.8% better. But uh, coal up 2.8%, doing quite well. In mining stocks overseas, BHP was up 1%, which was pretty much mirroring what it did yesterday. Rio up 1.3%. Freeport McMoran, though, down 0.7%. Alcoa down 0.5%. Tech down 3.9%. Anglo down 3%. Glencore down 3%. Vale down 0.8. Arbomile uh, was down 1% last night as well. And CBA, just to give you an idea of the banks overseas, CBA was down 1.1% in overseas trade. Looking at some of the news coming out of the US, of course, it was all about SVB, the bailout there. And uh, we did see the Fed also creating a new bank term funding program aimed at safeguarding deposits. The facility will offer loans of up to one year to banks, saving associations, credit unions and other institutions. And the Fed has appointed its top regulator. Where was he a couple of weeks ago? Uh, He will be leading a review into the events leading up to the implosion of Silicon Valley Bank. Don't forget, Silicon Valley Bank was the 16th largest bank in the US. Uh, The vice chair for supervision, Michael S. Barr, is now conducting the probe. Uh, US bond futures now indicating three Fed rate cuts before Christmas. There you go. And there is certainly some criticism appearing of the Federal Reserve's oversight of SVB Financial Group, and which led to the crisis of several emergency measures being enacted by US regulators, including liquidity programs. And we have seen uh, risks to the US system Uh, meaning that the Fed may now 
not raise rates. The Fed fund futures now indicate 15 basis point of rate increases by May and 80 basis points of rate cuts by the end of 2023. Uh, analysts have scaled back the probability of a large half point cut, uh, rise at the Fed's two day policy meeting next week to over 50%. Uh, they ascribe a 48% chance of a quarter point move to 4.5 to 4.75%. In local news today, ferry and bus operator Kelsian Group is looking at a U.S. acquisition and will look for money for that. 300 million bucks looks like the price tag there that it will be going to the market to try and raise money at Macquarie Capital. Uh, that is the bank involved in raising that money. New Zealand's Pushpay said the buyout offer from Pegasus Bidco has been extended to March the 15th. And Newcrest Mining and its suitor Newmont Corp have agreed terms for a round of early stage takeover talks. And they had had a four-week standoff that was threatening to derail a potential $20 billion plus deal. But Newmont apparently now have settled on an all-important non-disclosure and standstill agreements in recent days. In other news today, Paradigm Biopharmaceuticals has received parallel European regulatory and ethics approval for one of its global clinical trials. Telex Pharmaceutical reports additional positive results from its completed Phase 3 Zircon study. And Strike Energy notes the Walliering Gasfield Environmental Plan approved, construction commissioning to take six weeks. Sezzle says it intends to list on the NASDAQ global market. Rio Tinto, plenty of news out today in Rio Tinto about its mine in Mongolia and uh, how it is turning on the taps there. Uh, will be the fourth largest copper project in the world. Upgraded to outperform from underperform at CLSA. Integral Diagnostics, IDX, has been mentioned as a potential takeover target for buyout funds, according to The Australian. And in The Australian today, speculation that ZIP may need to raise additional equity if funding cannot be sought elsewhere. In other broken news today, our Baron Joey has initiated Australian nickel miners CTM, MCR and PAN. They've initiated coverage in that. Centaurus Metals CTM overweight with a $1.50 price target. Mincor neutral with a $1.15 price target. And Panoramic underweight with a $0.10 cent price target there. Australian Ethical Investment has appointed Ludovic Tho as Chief Investment Officer effective the 3rd of April. He's the former CEO of the Clean Energy Finance Corporation. And uh, Helia Group CEO Pauline Blight-Johnson has disclosed the sale of 69,600 shares in the company. Uh, Marley Spoon has completed the change from Marley Spoon AG to Marley Spoon SE. Not sure that's particularly of interest to anybody, apart from Marley Spoon shareholders, and that's probably not much of interest to them either. Question of the day today, are you sharpening your pencil looking for bargains, especially in the banking sector? Uh, We should get a bit of a sell-off again today in our banking sector. Yesterday, the big bank basket closed at $168.45. Haven't seen that for a little while. And it will go lower today, especially based on that SPY down 132 points. So are you looking to be buying these banks ahead of their results come May? And of course, the big, fat, fully franked dividend check. Well, that's it from me today. Thanks very much for listening. Have a great day. And as always, 
May the trading gods be with you. And as Sergeant Esther House from Hill Street Blues used to say, let's be careful out there. (laughs) 